Celebration, bitches. Mazel tov. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? You heard that? Yeah, yeah. Audio troubles. Audio what? Audio troubles. Should we find out? Mm. <clears throat> Is this thing on? <laughs> Is this mic on? <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Did he tell the jokes? He like, this thing on? <laughs> Cause the shit don't, the shit don't fly. Then. Cause the shit is not working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the joke, the joke not hitting. The jokes not hitting for shit. But what'd you say about the song? If she don't know, if she too young. She, she too young for you, bro. I don't believe it. I think you know what I'm saying. You could put a teacher, or she just might be oblivious. And I don't know if I say yeah. She could be Amish. She could have grew up. She could have grew up in an uh, Amish community. Or her parents didn't let her watch TV or Disney yeah. movies. Okay. I thought it would corrupt their brain. Disney. Disney. Who are you? I know where I'm at. Shout out to Tevin Campbell. Shout out to Powerline. Shout out to uh, Goofy Movie, Classic Movie, and, it's, uh, and our generation. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Max. You brought up a question for me because you was like, uh, you remember... You do the thing Is his mic on We know when your joke's not flying mm-hmm. Have you said a bad joke on stage And it's like You thought quiet? it was fire <laughs> It is quiet I've, I've said like uh, Okay that wasn't funny <laughs> I was like okay That must not have been funny I never said this is on But like you say You so acknowledge you, you not I acknowledge that shit did not work I was like okay That was a joke And you didn't laugh Okay let's keep moving Something you laugh at that Cause like they acknowledge That I acknowledge that that wasn't funny. Uh-huh. So it was a little funny. I think, but that's like, I don't know, that's kind of like a cheap, it's not a cheap thing to do, but it's like, your mission when you when you get on stage doing comedy, for me, my mission is to, everything I say to be funny and I want people to laugh. If I say something and they don't get it or they they don't laugh, then I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> it's scratch tough. that off. Yeah, it's tough. Let's not say that anymore. It's tough because it's a business where you immediately see, immediately see well, the reaction if, if the joke hitting mm-hmm. it's like alright well you wrote it in your head this yeah. shit was fire but I'm telling you like I'm still like I just like this year is the, the, I've done the most comedy that I've done in probably the past three years I've been just I've, this top of the year I was like you know I'm just gonna start doing it more and um I still don't understand what people laugh at and what people don't I kinda do but the last that I do get is never where I think they're gonna be mm-hmm. so I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I like like any other art form, it's like you got to really learn it. And specifically comedy, it's like you got to just, it's about, it's, it's so many variables that go into it, man. It's like the room, how I say shit, when I say it, the order that I say shit. You know, it's just so many variables that go into it. So, but I enjoy it and it's fun. But when shit don't work, then you be like, all right. <laughs> you just got to. Oh, I'm sorry about that. You just got to keep flowing with it, you know? Like, I like to, I want it to be a performance. So, like, I'm trying to, like, make it a performance, you know? And that, I feel like people respond to that more than anything, you know? So, yeah. Putting on the show. That's good. Um, Like, any of those businesses, any of these um, areas of work where your your work is immediately received Mm -hmm. and you can see the reaction is... It's quite nerve-wracking to me. Yeah. Even if it's not entertainment, just like a barber. 
It's yeah. Like, it's immediately, I you see know. you fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to be confident in your work, especially yeah. if you're starting out. Um, like, a doctor surgery, immediately. They're going to know whether my heart is working. A, <laughs> immediately, I know I'm dead. So you're either alive or you're yeah. dead. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Or either they laugh or they don't. Or either, you know what I'm saying? Either, so, my, either my line's clean or it's crooked. You know, salute to the people that do jobs where... Your work is immediately yeah. Because sometimes people they be skating by yeah. on job, skating by on shit like yo. They, they ain't gonna know for a minute. <laughs> and then you got time to time to uh, get yeah. it right. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. I, like in my job, like I do like digital marketing and stuff like that. So like if something's fucked up, or like the report for the month comes back and something's fucked up. Mm-hmm. I got time to like come up with a story and figure it out before I tell my, like my client why like. Their page views fell fifty percent this month. Yeah, I got time for that. You got time, so yeah, I, and I can come up with. And usually, it didn't even have to be the most elaborate. I'd be like, "Yo, Google did some through some new uh, algorithm out that fucked up our, our pages," and like they don't know. They don't know. They they'd be like, "Okay, well, we'll we're get it right. That. Let's yeah. get it right. You know, we yeah. need to we need to see growth." Yeah. You'd <laughs> be like, "Who?" <laughs> So you, you could cut, you could make a nigga hairline crooked. You could be like, well, it's gonna take about two weeks for this to grow. That's back. two weeks of a fucked up hairline. You know what I'm saying? You gotta wear hats or go bald. You know what I'm saying? And if these niggas don't laugh at these jokes, nigga, you're just gonna be staring at me for the next five minutes. <laughs> That's even worse because you're on stage and it's, I feel like the lights is on you. Bro, People just laughing. And you, you can't like it could get nerve wracking. You can get nervous, but just like you don't want to let them see you sweat. You kind of want to try to control. You want to control the room, like not control as much as you can. You want to control the space that you're in. You want them to react how you want them to react, and when they don't react how you expect them to react, that's when you just fucked up. You're like, shit, this is not how I thought it was gonna go. They didn't laugh at what I thought they were gonna laugh at, and now I gotta just figure out what what's gonna get these people to laugh. You know? Can, can you see people on their phones too? Um. Yeah, but see, I, I don't really mind that too much because I'm like, they can still hear me. You know, they might not yeah. be completely focused, but I've seen people. I've been looking down at my phone and laughed at some shit someone said. I'm like, oh, that was funny. <laughs> there's, there's one guy, not to steal a joke, but he was um doing some type of shit like he was running for president, and he the whole his whole set was like he was campaigning, but he was had the wildest takes. He was talking about like, yo, um, I'm pro abortion or something like it was it was funny, but you know, it's fun. Hello, okay. Well, hello, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Marlowe Talks, a safe place for keeping it player where we keep it kosher all the time, every time. And I do fuck it up sometimes. I'm thinking about every it. Every time, all the time, all yeah. the time, every time. Either way, yeah, you know what we're doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's me and Terry. We're again. keeping it player and fucking. Uh, Ter- uh, Dot is on his military shit. Salute to the Air yeah, Force. He's fighting a war that we don't know about. He could be ready for the war. I mean, he's definitely ready for the war. <laughs> and I'm not talking about a regular war. I'm talking about the war. The war. He, that he's been preaching. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> one thing we know about my friend is that he is prepared for battle. At all times. At all times. But I think he might be on some secret missions. I think that might be an agent of some kind, and we don't know. Because he would compromise us. Like, we can't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he's not here, but he's here in spirit. Yeah. So, uh, what you got? What you got this week? Or? Oh yeah, I'm gonna keep it funky. You know what we do. Uh, mainly about loving yourself, specifically loving your 
self as a black man or a black woman okay. or a black transgender or a black her hermaphrodite. Is that a real I'm thing? Not, I think hermaphrodite's her. But like, all jokes aside, I want us to love ourselves. And part of loving ourselves is loving our counterparts. You feel me? Mm-hmm. If I'm a black man, my love of black women is a reflection of the love that I have for myself because yes, I sir. came from a black woman. I have black family members. I have black women in my family, of course, because I'm black. I have, you know what I'm saying? Um, and when you don't love your counterparts, it's, it is a form of self-hate because they are a reflection of you. You are a reflection of them. Without them, we couldn't be who we are. And without us, they couldn't be who they are. There's no man without a woman. Correct. There's no woman without a man. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's this this comes from, like, I've heard black dudes say some flagrant shit about just black women in general. Like, when it comes to either dating black women or or just critiquing black women mad harshly when do, in, in ways they don't critique other races. Like, bro, like, you realize you're a black man, right? Like, you realize that you, you acting like you don't hate you. You acting like you hate yourself right now. And an example of that is when um this is a video going around on the internet Twitter uh it was a two they was young kids so I give them time to grow and learn but they said they were interviewed it was like is there any race that you won't date they asked two dark skinned black dudes and the dudes was like yeah um no, no, I wouldn't date a black girl because you know I don't want dark kids but I'm like nigga you're dark you are black you don't want dark skinned kids but you're dark skinned and from the looks of you your mom dark skinned. And your dad dark skin. Yeah. So that's just self hate. Why are you talking about you would never want to date a dark skin girl because you don't want dark babies? So you don't like yourself. So you it sounds like it sounds sick and it's sad. You know what I'm saying? And don't let these fuck. Don't let the television. Don't let the the don't let Instagram. Don't let don't let the fucking don't let uh fucking magazines or anything tell you what's fucking cool and what's not cool. I'm telling you what's cool, and it's black people, and it's black women, and it's loving yourself, you know what I'm saying? We're not talking about narcissism, we're just talking about loving your people. Good, bad, or indifferent. We know ain't nobody perfect, and don't think it's perfect on the other side. These black dudes out here, some black dudes out here caping for white women. Listen, I don't got nothing against nobody. I got something, but how are you riding for someone that they don't don't always ride for you? How are you riding for someone that that at most times is at odds with you? I don't mean to laugh because it thinks of uh, the T.I. clip. Were you at all? Were you at odds with us? <laughs> These people are like, listen, like, uh, I, I say, I, I, I stand on the side of just good and bad. There are good people, there are bad people. There are good white people, there are bad white people. There are good black people, there are bad black people. There are good Spanish people, there's good, there's bad Spanish people. But, bro, I would never, ever, 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 ever disrespect a black woman. Unless she is disrespecting herself or me, you, why are you coming out of pocket with some hate for no reason? Like some dude, be, don't nobody, didn't nobody even say them. You know, like, like who hurt you? You know this shit. Yeah, who hurt you? You ever see? Just go back to Twitter. Did you on Twitter be like um, nobody? And yeah. then what you do? Absolutely and then nobody. Be said no, absolutely nobody said nothing. Be like, man, black black women ain't shit. I'm like, bro, no one even. Said, where are you coming with this hate from? I don't know, bro. I just. It's, it's, I mean, you hit it on the head, bro. It's self hate, bro. You hate what you look like. How can you hate so, black women and you black? Who hurt you? Like, come on, son. And then take it out on that specific person. How are you going to try to take it out on the whole fucking segment of society? Talking shit about black women are ghetto. Black women, they, they, they're they too loud. Black women's hair. I'm like, no, nigga. That one black woman that hurt your feelings, my guy. Relax. 
I mean, we talked about it like in a couple of episodes ago, bro. Like, there's nothing wrong with interracial love. There's like, nothing wrong with white women. Love. That's cool. But you, like Terry said, you don't got a bash. Why are you hate? You can love. You can love. Whatever. You don't got a player hate on on other black women just because you don't like. Take it back to last episode. You bro. don't want a player. Why hate. are you player hating, bro? Bro, like, and as long as that person understands what you go through as a black man when you walk out that door, there you go. It's fine. Understanding. But, History says, listen, I'm not a, I'm an analytical person a little bit. The numbers say mm-hmm. the w- white women are not as. Don't uh, mince your words. Just say it. Bro. White, white women, they, 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 they call, they, they, they cry wolf a lot. And it's, it has been to the detriment of the black, black men black for, man. for his history. And black women. We talking about calling the police on people for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you want somebody to the love that will potentially do that for you? Who potentially won't ride for you with their family? Because mm-hmm. you know their family like, oh, you know, Becky with that black man. Mm-hmm. You see, know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like that, I don't see color shit. Yes, they do. Like, I hate when people say that, son. Yeah. And it's all about, um, I think you said, using a privilege to combat injustice. If you do fuck with someone outside your race and they got a privilege that they get from their quote-unquote race... And they're not using that privilege to help you in every situation that possible. Like, oh no, that's my husband, and um, um, no, he didn't do that. And uh, why are you asking him for his ID? Um, you could ask me for my ID right now. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I'm gonna film this whole interaction just because I'm just gonna make sure everything's good. That's the type. Listen, that is what everyone should do. I'm a man. I got male privilege. I'm using it to protect people without male privilege. You ain't about to harm nobody physically around me because I'm a man. I got a little bit of privilege in that area. I'm gonna use it. You know what I'm saying, use your whatever privilege you got to. Whatever, yeah. This shit, this shit is sick. It's a sick world. Sick, sick. The lie is sick. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about using your privilege for you know the for your uh, using the, your white privilege for you know better uh, for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Gary Owen. Mm-hmm. He, he has a black uh, black wife, mm-hmm. and she told him about a time when she was on Delta, yeah, and the people specifically asked her like are you in first class mm-hmm. and then asked none of the other white people yeah. so he used this white man privilege to basically I mean he got on social media and cursed and basically Delta out cursed Delta out but like that's what you're supposed to not even as a husband and wife type of deal like you riding for your wife but like he know he white like mm-hmm. his voice is gonna go a lot longer than than the black woman, and, and it, even if someone in that line could have been like right behind her, white, and be like, yeah. So why did you ask her for hers? That would have been the but best. She ain't asked me for mine. In a perfect but, world, that would have been. Yeah, that would have been the. That right would have been done. Like, bro, she's in. Like, we're all standing in the first class line. You should ask everybody. Like, you singled yes. her out. Why? And we all know why she was singled out. You know, because she didn't look like she belonged. But shit, the pot when your pocket's fat, I belong anywhere I could go. Anywhere, Facts. you know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm saying. Right. Don't hate yourself, and I'm I don't want to hear this shit no more, bro. I really don't. I, I'm disgusted with black men out here talking shit about what black women, bro. Yeah. Critique a specific woman. How you gonna critique all black women with your dusty ass? You're not even that fly. Niggas be dusty in the bitch talking shit about. You know what I'm saying Robert Griffin ass niggas, bro. Shut up and date your white woman. Shut up and date your Asian no woman. One Shut asked up and you, date bro. whatever you like. Shut up. People talk too much, man. And it's not even social media. This is real life shit. Real walking through my daily life examples of dudes fucking disrespecting black women. Mm-hmm. 
you better respect. You gonna respect all of them while I'm around. I'm not tolerating it, bro. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy world out here. It's evil world out here. I mean, I just want to go. I'm gonna go in that same vein, but I saw. I said a long time ago, Big Daddy SL told you, remember what you look like when you're on the phone yelling at your phone. And I specifically want to bring it back to this TI game and Kodak situation. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to recap the current events of Kodak and what he said versus TI and what, all that. But were you at odds with him? <laughs> My thing is TI. The game. Specifically, you two. You guys are older gentlemen. You're on the phone, internet thugging with Kodak Black. So if somebody, if you saw yourself looking at yourself on Instagram Live, thugging on Kodak Black. Kodak Black is from Florida. Yes. He is ignorant. As fuck. He is a young Top nigga. Top five ignorant. He is young. Yeah, you're 30 plus. You got multiple kids. Probably, Game. probably in his 40s. You already on thin ice with our community. Especially the black male community. You've been with thin ice since you put your dick on. Yes. So, like, remember, like, you look crazy. What? You guys are in an industry where it's not that hard to find each other's numbers. Yeah. Fuck hell yeah, because you're yeah. And I understand. I, I, for one time, I understand Kodak Black when he was like, "You're not gonna little bull me on his internet." Like, this is my territory. You know what I'm saying, my nigga? (laughs) I run like, you have. Kodak, uh, T.I. has kids that are the same age as Kodak. Yes, probably. Would, would For you, sure he does, yeah. Would you talk to your kids the same way you was trying to talk to Kodak? Like, trying to, like, embarrass them on the internet? No. That's, and even, I would think that T.I. is a little bit more intelligent than, you know what I'm saying? I think he, a, he used big words. He is the definition of uh, the hotel nigga, Damon Wayans. He's the definition He's like, of Damon Wayans. brother, what I'm trying to tell he, you He read a couple books in establishment... The don't want you to gain any type of knowledge because knowledge is freedom and freedom is power. Yeah, but that back to my point about Ti. Like, I I would think you would see Kodak's reaction, especially like, do you think like obviously you're an elder statesman in the game, well respected, but I I even saw that playing out the way it played out. Easy. If you challenge him on the internet, I see Kodak back rebelling like a motherfucker and not listening and just retaliating. You could just call that man. And he probably would have taken... Like, Kodak Kodak is like soldier. Soldier boy. So you remember when like, I, I was watching... Boy. I was watching um, uh, Marriage Boot Camp. Mm-hmm. Okay? So mm-hmm. soldier boy was out here wilding and disrespecting people. And uh, he was like, nah, nigga, you ain't gonna talk to me this, this, blah, blah, blah. Like, just puffing his chest out. And the nigga came to him on some real, like, OG shit, like, bro, that's not how, what you want to do. Blah, blah, blah. Talked to him as an individual, as a man, and then Soldier Boy understood, and he, he calmed down. He had to, because that, yeah. that man was about to whoop his ass. <laughs> that's a big nigga. He forget Soldier Boy, like, five, what, five, six, five, you know, seven. He weighed a buck forty. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, it's all you could have done is just talk to that man as a grown man, because you you would want the same respect, too. Remember, the mm-hmm. energy don't, you put out in the world. Don't embarrass me. Don't, don't embarrass me on his internet. Don't try to, emb- don't try to embarrass me. Don't try to embarrass me on the internet, bro. Because we don't want to play that game. Like even yo. though Kodak did need to need to be embarrassed, I could just tell that the best the best reaction to what he did talking about Lauren London 
wasn't to publicly go on the internet. Now, the other side of that, I'm going to play that with African people. Like, no, he said it publicly. You need to address it publicly. Who asked for T.I. to do that? No one asked for it. But that, he feel like that's his role, especially, like, in hip-hop. Like, that is yes. semi, that is part of his role, to, like, school the younger people. Correct. And that's what we want our OGs to do. We had a whole conversation about OGs on this podcast. You should go back and listen to that. But, like, that is what we want the OG to do. But... When you do it in the way that T.I. did it, yeah, go talking, talking to your phone and not even talking to, speaking directly to Kodak, but just adding him instead of just sending him a text or calling him directly. You bring everybody else into the situation, even though everybody's already into it, but you just, you can tell that Kodak is not, Kodak is mad alien, bro. I don't think he's stupid as he sounds, but he's he not smart enough to know when to hold his tongue sometimes because he's young. I think the appropriate, if, T.I. wanted to get on the internet. I think appropriately, he would have been like, hey, Kodak, you know, I don't think this was the right thing to say. Yeah. Um, but see, hood niggas definitely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you don't know, you didn't have to say expeditiously take that shit down. Like, yeah, hood niggas you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Or too soon, or just be like, you know what, I'm going to hit your phone or something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Call me. Something like that. Come, like, throw the invitation out mm-hmm. instead of immediately trying to, like, Create the energy and and have Kodak on the defense Word. because Ti, your history is not that clean either, my 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 G. It's not. We we haven't really forgot that you got caught with illegal guns, that you and Tiny got caught with the whoppers in the trunk. You know, in, what the, in the pills. In the pills. You know what I'm saying? You're not. You I like you, and you didn't cheat, cheat on your, and you cheat on your queen. And you cheat you know what I'm Like your history is not that. And guess what? I'm not judging him. But you hmm. gotta understand. It's like, what's the term? And you can't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Yeah, you live in a glass house, and you were throwing stones, and that nigga threw stones right back at you. Game, we we don't want to get on game because that nigga is already on a flagrant. He is the. It's like you're checking, you're checking niggas, but you need to be checked a lot. You know what I'm saying? So the best way to do is come to people humbly. Come to someone humbly, like bro. I know, because I done done it before. I'm come talking to you from a place of experience. That wasn't the right thing to say in that situation. And if you, Kodak, could step back and look at it, just like you talking right here, you can keep it funky. Step back outside yourself and look at yourself, what you're doing. And it'll help you get a better perspective on what's right and what's wrong. And just to add on to your shit, I think people got, everybody knows the difference between right and wrong. We be stubborn sometimes, mm-hmm. but like when you step outside yourself, you can see clearly what's the right path to take. And that's the best way. Remove yourself out the situation a little bit, and you can see better what you should do. If you should, if you, it's not easy. It's not, <laughs> but it's it's when you, you got to do it. Because you look wild, son. Like, like wilding. Like just Kodak. Take this shit down. Expeditiously. <laughs> Expeditiously, I don't know what he said, bro. He said expeditiously, but like, come on, son. Like, and then, like, did, how many times do you think he recorded it? I hope he won't take Jake. I would hope. I think he did. I, I think he did twice because I, I don't think expeditiously was the first word that he used. I it's, think he. I think just, he tried out different this words. This whole new world is sick. It's sick. I expect better from OGs. That's all it is. But listen, I know everyone's human, so I, I expect them to just, you're good, I weigh your bad, and this was a misstep by both of them. It was a misstep by Kodak, which which produced a a, a, a not right reaction by um, But you're going back and forth. Now, now you're going back and forth with this man. 
I, I stopped after the first two videos. I heard that it went further than that. Nigga, I think there's diss tracks now. Yeah, I stepped out of it a long time ago. All I know is, bro, this shit... Hood niggas is different, though. Like, this is what I'm really like. People that come from a certain environment, they they when they go, they go. And there ain't no holding back. When sometimes you do need to, like, not go on every on every challenge. You feel me? Yeah. Like, on any time somebody steps to you, you don't got to be combative. You could just step away. And that's... That's what I'm talking about. We talk about later. It's the fucking ego, bro. Mm-hmm. It's that ego, motherfucker. It's that motherfucking ego. And it's big. And it's big. It's usual. Everybody. Everyone has an ego. But I'm not trying to have no problems because of my ego. I got enough problems. <laughs> well, I mean, you already brought it back. You already kind of alluded to what we're talking about. So uh, we'll be right back because you know. We got yeah this this male ego we got is something that we need to address and and me and Terry are gonna debunk mm-hmm. how to address Play it. Some tunes for these we'll be right back. Forward march. <laughs> said sorry and that's a that is something that I realized that a lot of people a lot of men are afraid to do say sorry apologize because we have very strong very tough very masculine egos and in in 2019 it's kind of being prevalent that you know our egos is what's getting us killed Mm -hmm. it's what's what's isolating us from each other as a people that happens yes you know what I'm saying you're afraid to look soft, so because we have weak. to be strong, we do have to be strong. But that's that's society's norms. I mean, you got to be strong, period, to just to survive. You know? Okay, yes, you're right. I'm like just to not, just to not get killed, and just to, not, I'm just not even just on a black white police type. Just like to provide, to eat, to to pay, to to pay your bills, to to keep your sanity. You got to be a strong person to just withstand all the attacks. Yeah, my neighbors love this shit. Just to withstand the attacks that um that come at us every day, you know. So, but there's like some I know you can't keep going. You introduce what you're talking. About. Yeah, we're just gonna discuss the the, the male ego because uh, as we were just talking about previously in the keep it funky section with with the uh, you know Kodak Ti and game, you know what I'm saying? It's, and as 
Terry was alluding, you know, saying we want to look strong. We want to just to survive in this world. We got to be strong. But it's particularly, particularly our ego mm-hmm. is, especially the black male's ego is, is very, I, I don't like using the word fragile. But it, it is sort of. It's, it's, yeah, it's not it's, as it's not, it's not as strong, strong as you think, think it is. It is yeah. You know, somebody <laughs> and we talked about last uh, last episode where you know niggas say you know I'm from Detroit, yeah. and that shit don't mean shit in in, in, in L.A. Mm-hmm. Your ego wants you to be proud. There's nothing wrong about being proud of where you're from, but your ego, it, in a time of confrontation won't let you back down. And that's a lot of people, a lot of men yeah, die. You think you're losing that. something. When you a lot of bad decisions come yeah. from your ego. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to let these niggas punk me out. I'm not going to be a, a broke nigga. So I'm going to run up in these niggas' houses and I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a carry the strap on me and, and rob people. Yeah, and like, I think the thing is like, people, sometimes people think that you could like, you could take some, you, you could take my pride from me. You could take my my perceived strength from like from you like the ego is not a terrible thing but like it sometimes it plays out in, in bad ways like because I actually just looked up the word ego real quick it's a person's sense of self esteem or self importance like sometimes people put all of that before shit that they should put they put mm-hmm. their ego before more important things like they're more worried about their self importance before they're worried about like like actually winning the game of life or like just like yeah. being being good and happy. You know what I'm saying? You're sacrificed all for your ego, bro. And I actually got a little kind of lost, kind of lost my train of thought when it comes to that. But like <laughs> I've actually been cuz I've been actually focused on ego a lot lately like uh Oprah had a series on her podcast with uh with the author Eckhart Tolle and he did a whole um it's like he's like a self-help person but he like has like a spiritual element to his stuff and he he thinks like most of the problems in the world come from ego and he's like when you can really remove your ego out of everything and out of your actions like you will be more at peace with life and just more in harmony and all stuff like that so just I've been checking all of my actions and like questioning like am I doing this because it's what I want to do or am I acting in my ego right now did he give like some steps on how to remove yourself I mean, or what if you learn what if I'm yeah cause I could just say what I learned cause I've Cause this is a really like it's really broad topic, but I just want to really talk about myself when it comes to ego. Like I, I realize sometimes like I don't want to look a certain way to certain people, so I won't do something when it might be something I really want to do. Like, and we could go to as small as like texting a girl. Mm-hmm. Like I might want to reach out to a girl, be like, damn, but like, damn, she didn't text me back when I texted her last time. Mm-hmm. That's my ego. That's me not wanting to come off a certain way, but like, what is my true desire? I want to talk to you. I want to. I want to see. I want. I want to have an interaction with you. But I'm like, nah, son. She didn't respond how I wanted her to respond the first time. So I'm gonna just act like I don't care, so that to protect my ego, because that's the only thing that's getting hurt in this situation. Me sending a text, nothing is changing, but why? By the way, she feels about me or something. Now, if I do too much, it could change. But like. That's that's me acting in my ego in that moment. I'm like, damn, son, I want to talk to her, but nah, she didn't talk to me back. That's my ego, period. Like, that's a good example of mm-hmm. how I be acting on my ego. Or like, um, sometimes people won't take jobs; they feel like it's beneath them. But like, bro, you have no other option right now. Yeah. Because you're like, damn, like, no, I will never, uh, I'm never, I'll never drop a bus. I, I, but you're you broke. But you're broke. Yeah. Yo, the only thing stopping you, like, you really will suffer. He, th- that person is probably gonna suffer because of the ego. They're probably, their family not going fed, their bills not going paid, and they're laid on stuff because they're like, no, that's beneath me. 
That's your ego. Mm -hmm. You know, you that's where you at right now. You gotta accept what the truth is sometimes in moments. And acting in your ego is just like it creates turmoil, creates conflict, it creates fucking murders. Like, no, man, this motherfucker, this motherfucker looked at me funny. Nigga, he, you don't know why he was looking at you, bro. I've dealt. I've, I mean, you want to you want to talk about how you've been dealing with your ego. I mean, I've been dealing with my ego myself at at work, um, just for like not reaching out to people and you know not going to other people's cubicle and stuff like that just to, on the social tip mm-hmm. because like I don't know I just feel like I'm just it's maybe it's a personality trait where I just don't want to go out and be uh, rejected as in like friendship yeah. but you but see there you go but you do want more yeah. interaction with yeah. these people yeah. but it's just your ego is telling you like no you're going to look a certain type of way if I'm, I'm the one initi- if I'm the one initiating it yeah. and it's not received See, that's the same thing with my text message. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm initiating something, but it's not received how I want it to. Mm-hmm. That could hurt my ego. Yeah. I'm like, damn, maybe I'm not as cool as I thought I was. And that's or scary. Maybe, or maybe I'm not as fly as I thought I was. Or maybe I'm not as handsome as I thought I thought I was. Or charming as I thought I thought I, as I, thought I, thought I was. It's like, damn, I feel like I'm the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel confident, but something could check my confidence. Mm-hmm. And that actually ties into uh, to RP. We could bring Nipsey back up. That was some ego-driven shit. That motherfucker killing Nipsey, that yeah. was his ego was fragile. He felt disrespected. His ego couldn't tolerate the fucking perceived disrespect or the perceived attack. So he had to come back and, and on behalf of his ego, kill Nipsey. And I read more stories of like when he initially shot at Nipsey, mm-hmm. uh, Nipsey wasn't dead. And Nipsey said something to him. And that made him come back and finish the job. Mm. So that was even more ego driven because That's like all you, ego, Nipsey's like you, like apparently the story is Nipsey was like you got me you shot me like I'm good mm-hmm. and that probably just like triggered the fuck out of him like mm-hmm. nah I'm gonna finish the job now like you playing around with me like fuck you dog like you know what I'm saying like I can like this, that nigga is sick but I'm just saying like that you already off the ledge with your ego the first yeah, time because he what, disrespected yeah. and now. You did something and you didn't even finish the job right, and you and you yeah, still good. It's like you, you can't even do that right. It's like the world is not seeing you how you want to be seen in certain moments, or like no one is bowing down to your perceived to perceived image of yourself, bro. You, we gotta let that shit go, bro. Like it really it really holds us back in a lot of ways. Like to be more selfless and more like and more aware and, and less like ego driven, bro. I feel like it would it would create less conflict like amongst people and everything, bro. Like, but and everybody has it, bro. Like, and I, I talked about how I got it, bro. Like, I've really been ever since listening to them episodes about and like I'm probably I probably should read the book. There's it, it was all about to do Eckhart Tolle's book, but like the ego is is a motherfucker, bro. Mm-hmm. And once you release that, I promise, I've been a little bit happier. Like, if it don't turn out how I want to. I got to be able to let that go a little better, you know, and not hold on to shit so long, bro. Mm-hmm. And and that's part of the ego too. Like um, living in the past is something he talks about. Like that's all your ego. Like when you fuck up in the past, and you can't let that shit go. You keep thinking about it all the time. You be reliving bad mm-hmm. shit that you did or fuck ups you made. That's your ego. If you live living in the present moment, the present moment is understanding that you can't change the past. Yeah, you can't change what you did. You can only go forward. Right now is all that you have, and every you got to live moment to moment. Right. And when motherfuckers be living in the past and, and, and trying to correct shit that they can't change, that's your ego too, bro. Yeah, man. You gotta let shit go. It's hard, but it's like 
did he give like steps on how to? Like, yeah, he, they broke. They went chapter by chapter. I think they went through ten chapters. Actually, I'll, I'll plug it right now because the podcast, Oprah's podcast, is really dope. It will make you cry. It, that's Super Soul Podcast, Super Soul Sunday. Um, but um, like the book, I'm gonna give you the name of the book and all that. But that that series that she did because she did like a ten episode series on the fucking um, on on his book and had him on for ten. Oprah's episodes. Oprah's on thin ice right now. Yeah, but like I said, but ain't, nobody, ain't nobody completely things. good. Ain't nobody completely bad, yeah. you know? So I take the good for the good. And well, she's in hot water, I would say that. She's yeah, she should be wild for respect. Um, I I would like to know, like, maybe like, what's the first step? Do you got to, like, reflect on your past or, like, do an internal deep dive on your ego and what triggers you? Because um, that would be interesting. I think after, what I started to do is just, like, in the moments, like, when you're making decisions, like, kind of, like, try to... Um, understand why you're doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Or why you're not doing something. So like in those moments where you want to walk over to the cube, you be like, damn, I do want to just go over and just strike up a conversation. Yeah. But then what's stopping you? You said it yourself. It's like fear of rejection. Yeah. You're scared that like you're going to try to start something and they're going to like not give you a positive response. Or they're, or you're not going to have a connection. Or you're uh-huh. going to be like, damn, that was awkward. <laughs> like, I hate awkward situations. Oh I do not thrive in them. Like, in any show, when it's an awkward situation, I'd be like, ah. You feel it. I'd be making the Chrissy Teague face, bro. All right. That, yeah, yeah. Ah. So, Eckhart Tolle, uh, his name is Eckhart, E-C-K, I can't read right now, I'm a little homeless. E-C-K-H-A-R-T Tolle, T-O-L-L-E, and the book is called um, Awakening, A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. That's the name of the book. But um, she did a 10-part series on on the book and actually I don't think the whole book's about the ego but most but they definitely talk about the ego a lot um you know what I'm saying your inner purpose also, it helps you it is pretty cool so Super Soul Sunday it's on you know what I'm saying on Oprah's Young you can just search it it's pretty dope and it talks all about the fucking ego but what was the first thing you talked about when you when you introduced the shit was it like um I can't remember um, I think you were just talking about T.I. and, and oh, Kodak yeah and that that was straight ego driven bro like T.I.'s perceived per- perception of himself that he is uh, OG and should be listened to and he could tell people what to do, that was his ego. Because if he was acting, if he wasn't acting his ego, he would have just called, he would have just called Kodak instead of making a public display. Because he, just like a, like I said before, like some people, they like, oh, he did it publicly, so I'm going to address it publicly. No, that's all your ego, bro. You didn't have to true, address it publicly. True, Because the purpose of you saying, what was the purpose of T.I. addressing Kodak? Was to check his behavior Correct. about that. So if you really wanted to get that done, you you should know that the best way to get that done is to directly talk to him. Not get on your phone and do it for everyone to see. That's the ego. Do you think... And rappers got big ass... I don't know, rappers, rappers, rappers... Big ass ego. First off, rappers are already like a drama, queen, drama queens in the first place. They always got mad problems or something that's going on that you know they want to address it and look like the the big bravado guy. You know what yeah, saying? yeah, that's egotistical. You know what I'm that's why, why you straight think, ego. Why you think we talk about how much money we got, how many bitches they fucking, you mm-hmm. know, how many cars they got? Because uh, they want to impress. First off, rappers are mad gay on the low because they trying to impress, impress each, each other. other. Yeah, it's not even a, that, and that's all ego, bro. Like that's that's why like um they say it all the time. Like yo, if you really got it, you don't got flash it. Like yeah. the, the rich niggas, they don't because like they're most of the time. That's not how they're feeding their ego. Yeah. Most really rich people, they feed their ego in other ways. Yeah. Everybody has it, but you don't just get rid of your ego altogether. They just, black people and rappers in, in, in specific, they feed their ego through the jewels, through the diamonds, through the admiration that they get from other people. What's a healthy way 
that to feed your ego that, uh, we could feed our ego I don't think it's healthy to feed the ego at all I think and that's what I learned from listening to him there's no you shouldn't feed it you should not feed into this higher sense that you have in yourself huh. and making yourself seem bigger than you are you gotta realize that you really are just a person and that you gotta understand not your insignificance but understand that your place isn't that big like you're not that important you're just a person huh even if it's for like legacy reasons, like Leg- that's that's a lot of ego too, bro. You gotta just live your life and that see that's why it's called fulfilling your life's purpose because when you really just living in your purpose, yeah, it's egoless. Yeah, there is no ego. When you just want to help people or you just want to provide for your kids, it's naturally your your shit is gonna live on because your selflessness, because of your intention. If your intention is to feed your ego and to accumulate a whole bunch of shit, get a whole lot of money, get a big ass house. And you feed and all that shit. That's not gonna lead to everyone remembering you and loving you. What What do you remember about Nipsey the most? He gave to other people. Right. He did. He did for other people before himself. Yes, he had an ego. We saw he wore diamonds and jewels and stuff. But the shit that we remember about him the most is him giving back, giving knowledge, teaching people, building, uh, building his businesses, and doing the shit for for his kids. That all all the things we really remember about people is the things that they did for other people. We don't remember all the shit they did for themselves. We don't remember, like, we're not, we we get, we give uh, other people, like, props for fucking a lot of bitches because we kind of want to fuck a lot of bitches. That's our ego. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we give, we give props to millionaires for, for getting a lot of money because, like, damn, son, I want to do that, too. That's our ego. But you the really, shit that we really admire, the really shit that we... Do you really need a million dollars? Do you really need a billion dollars? <laughs> I want to say yes, but... Yes, I know, but yeah, I'm telling you, know, but, like... You don't, you don't But, like, it. I really, that, see, I think I said that pretty good just right now because that's what I got from listening to all this shit. Like, feeding your ego is probably is not what you should do. Being egoless is, is in his interpretation, like, this is all this is all opinion, in his interpretation is how you really live a purposeful life. Mm. That's, 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 that's the whole point of the book, yeah. That's deep. It's, it is deep, but it's like, when he's explaining, I'm like, damn, so I'm like, I probably would be more happier. Like, I've been more happier in, in, in just in my relationships type shit when I take my ego out of it, you know? I, I've learned that as well myself, just taking in relationships. Like, you know, like, let me step back and maybe try to understand what this person is coming from. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a Libra trade or something like that. I don't know, like, the Libra scale type of shit. But, like, mm-hmm. I see, I, I always, when I'm in relationships and when I'm dealing with people, like, if there's a problem, I try to, like, understand their side. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And if I can see where they're coming from, mm-hmm. I can I can back down with some of my aggression or some of my my because yeah. you can kind of understand where and I and I got that from shrooms actually I was <laughs> I was on the shrooms one time and I kind of just understood that everyone is in their own world and they're really doing what they think is best for themselves right. in that moment. No one is out here like I, I don't know if I said on podcast before. I don't think most people are out here doing shit because they think it's wrong. Yeah. They really think they're going to get ahead in some type of way. They think they're going to do better. I don't make... you think all the fuck-ups I made, I, I knew I was making a bad choice? I really thought those choices you were the right was, choices. Uh, you're right. No there's, no, there's no handbook to this thing called life. There isn't, bro. But from from other people's life experiences, especially people older, they've given us lessons about what yeah. worked for them and what didn't. And that's what he's giving about the ego shit, bro. It's, it's sick, bro. The ego is really fucking sick when you break it down, bro. Oh, man. But I also want to say, like, I don't. They, they, they do say that. Um, that doesn't mean you out here walking around egoless. You just let people hurt you and do whatever they want to you. Yeah, I feel like there's a good balance between yeah. you know, on knowing when to back down and knowing when to stand strong. Yeah, like your ego can help you in a lot of situations, mm-hmm. especially 
and survival type tips. For sure. Like, because you're self, self-preservation yeah, type shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let no nigga just take over me and <laughs> and, and abuse me. Mm-hmm. Your ego is going to, like, not, like, yeah, even if you it's care like. care about yourself. Yeah. It's not, it's not being self, it's not being like thinking you're insignificant <coughs> and you don't matter. It's just about not always puffing up and making yourself seem gr- this to be this grandiose, great, I'm the best thing, I'm God's greatest gift, and you know what I'm saying, bow down, kiss my feet, and everybody has it, and not to sing a lot of women, but we are, men. damn, I really wish our guests would have came today, but she had to work, mm-hmm. um, but just to get a woman's perspective on ego, because it's not just a male thing, bro. No. Women have big egos too, bro. Like, women have huge, women have egos as well, and they act in that motherfucker too. This motherfucker don't know who I am. She treat me like a queen. Yes, you should get treated a certain way, but you doing shit just to feed your ego, just to just to make yourself feel good, make yourself feel high and mighty. That's not healthy. Yes, yeah, but I always it's crazy when you think about it, like a lot of women, not our listeners. A lot of women I've seen, like, they feed their ego, which in turn is to benefit the male ego. Yeah. Like, they're feeding their ego of, like, getting the, being the flyers or, you know, putting, you know, getting uh, fake asses or fake titties, Mm -hmm. um, which will feed their ego of making them feel better. Yeah, getting that attention. Which in turn will get the attention from us, Mm -hmm. which will feed our ego of fucking bitches. Because we get, because we get the The one that's getting the most attention. And all that shit like that. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's a crazy cycle. And definitely social media definitely feeds. It's all ego-driven. The likes, the clicks, the follows. And... Uh, social media or The social media. And that's all. That's what it really does. But even outside of that, just like... It's, it's sick, bro. It's, 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 it's just one of the things. Like, damn, why did, why did God even give us one of those things? Like, why did God make an ego in us? Huh. This, this sense of ourselves. It's, most of the time, it's just that we manufacture... Since the war, I don't, yeah, it's the difference. Like, cause you have an image of who you are. Kids are born with egos. They see. I think they see other people have them, and I mean, they just give I, them. Is it ego or learned? It's yeah. definitely learned. A learned trait. Because we see that the um the response that other people get from their egos. Yeah. I think as a kid, when you see somebody that's well respected, but you see how they act, and like sometimes you're like, damn, so I'm like, I want that attention too. Like, damn, I see that. Like when um when or like for a woman, I see when she walks around like every guy's just like fawning over her or they're staring at her or they want to be with her she gets that attention but like we've seen that the people that get to the highest levels of ego yeah. don't they don't, don't do they ever seem happy as far as I know no do they just from the outside looking yeah, no. they don't seem happy yeah that's why they're, they're always on drugs and shit people rich people kill they, rich people commit suicide all the time Sexy women commit suicide all the time. The dudes, the dudes that fuck the most bitches, we, we've heard this all the time. He's like, damn, I fucked a thousand bitches and then I felt empty. I don't got it. Cause I've never done it, but you know we've heard you've heard this. I mean, it's in our music. They These our motherfuckers stories. be sad as hell. Be laying next to, nigga talking about laying next to a thousand. I, I love Mike Tyson. When he's, he has a great, I love podcast. He has a great podcast too. Nigga, he, nigga, he said, nigga, I fucked these women and I felt empty. Nigga, I fucked all these women. I still, I still would jerk off right after be like, nigga, what happened? Like, you're not, the shit does not fill you up, bro. That's wild. The ego could never be filled up, bro. It can never, you'll never reach the level feeding your ego where you feel like it's enough. The beat your dick after you just had sex is crazy. Like, bro, I'm telling you, bro, like, that, that that's just like sexual, that, sex, that's, that sex addiction, all that shit, that shit is real, bro. You feed your ego, you think you're gonna get fooled, you're like, damn, so I just wanna fuck all these women. You fuck them, and you be like, I still feel nothing. 
this is not the satisfaction that I got. This is yeah. not the satisfaction that I wanted. Yeah. That shit crazy, son. The love, you know what really gave you satisfaction? That love from a woman that loved you back the same way. And I feel like that's, I mean, that's the... Men, we talking about fucking women because I still ain't fucked all the women yeah. I want to men, 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 we do this for the, a woman's affection. Yeah. We, I like, it's sad, like, our ego is... It's, that's why niggas cheat. That's why we're talking about, like, how women, how women do things for their ego to base the bolster our ego. We do this shit for our ego for women. Yeah. We go to, I mean, besides, like, we work hard to get the flyest cars and flyest jewelry and shit for women. Because it, because if we have more women, our ego will be bolstered. Like, yeah, we'll feel like we're uh, doing something, bro. It's, it's it all feeds, uh, it's, it all feeds off each other, bro. We're doing, we want to, we want to drive the car and have the clothes and have the money so that we can get the attention of whatever we want. And once we get that attention, we feel like we're going to feel how we're supposed to feel, how we want to feel. We feel like we'll be fulfilled in life. That's not what fulfills you in life. And that's what the motherfucker says in the book. The motherfucker says in the book. That what's going to fulfill you in life is living your purpose, living your living your true your true destiny. That's what fulfills you, bro. That Even you talked about last episode about your job. You're like, damn, son, I don't feel like I like my job. I enjoy yeah. it. But there are times where I don't feel fulfilled how yeah. I want to. Because like, damn, am I really doing what I'm? You ask the question. Everyone, I definitely ask. Am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Am I on the path I'm supposed to be on? And finding the path is what really gives you the the the, the oh that real that real feeling that you that, that that keeps you good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this shit is crazy. I need therapy, bro. Yo, oh yeah, it's, it's real, bro. That's what, that's all. This, the the, uh, the the episodes made me think is like how fucked up I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm just internally looking at from this conversation. I'm like, damn, I might need to go. And Find see, it, it's, therapist. but like, I don't got enough money right now. I don't either. So it's like, but I think these conversations are therapeutic to me. Just even talking about this mm-hmm. shit. It helps me. Definitely does. Black men, black women. Go find, let's have therapy. Let's talk, let's, let's, let's find a therapist. sick, bro. We all let's talk to each other. Let's bro, talk to each like, other. I'm realizing how fucked up I am. And, and through that, I'm seeing how fucked up the people I deal with are. And then not, not like horribly, like irrev, like, um, ir- unfixable like fucked up just like damn like she's acting crazy right now not crazy but she's not acting like she cares when I know you do care but mm-hmm. she's not acting like she cares just so she can protect herself you feel me because mm-hmm. you want to protect your ego you don't want it to be hurt because if you put yourself out there and it's not received how you want you're you're um you're gonna you're gonna feel like something is something's missing or someone took a piece of you when no yeah. they can't take a piece of you bro you're full you're, you're full, full already human, full human being Human being. Huh. I don't even know what to think right now. Like, I'm, my mind is all over the it's place. It's all over Bro, I be at work listening to them episodes, and I was going through it. <laughs> Damn, son. Yeah, but that was a great series, bro. But, like, ego, bro, is a motherfucker. Huh. And we're taught to feed it. We're taught everything in society. We are taught. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, in the society teaches us to, to feed our ego. Now I'm trying to, um, you got to. It's tough to unlearn that. It's it's oh. you know what I'm saying it's because to, we're programmed. Yeah, I'm so programmed. Especially as a black to man, to try to get certain type of attention and get a certain type of response from people, that it's hard for me to undo that teaching. Like that's why I'm even like that's why I'm starting on a small scale mm. with like even just my text messages. Yeah. like that's why I'm start. That's because I had to start at the ground because I don't know where else to start. <laughs> I was like, just because I don't get the response I want, still get. Still do it. Yeah. I still do what I'm feeling that I should do. Yes, that that's you know? right. 
feeling what I should do. Yeah. I'm like, no, like I'm I'm interested. Let me just continue to be interested. And then once you show me that it's not on that level, then I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll move on. Hmm. You know? But being okay with it not being what I want it to be. Hmm. And not yeah. not always wanting that validation all the time. Right. Hmm. I validate myself. As as I would always and I think it's especially as you're a single man, like it's that 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 text message and, and validation. <laughs> the phone calls. The, the, the phone calls. The, the that sex, could go, Yeah, that. like, it's, it's, for meeting new people all the time, mm-hmm. it's very, it's very, yeah, but it's just like a very difficult thing you have to go through. Hurts, man. You know what I'm saying? Hurts. It still hurts. Huh. It still hurts every day, bro. Especially when you really like the girl. Yeah. And she don't. She and don't, she don't give you the same energy back. It hurts. It hurts. Hmm. And that's why niggas end up doing shit that end up in, de- end up in jail. <laughs> Trying to get that validation yeah. from the girl, yeah. Robin is still and trying to if, get. If you watch the act, or oh, oh, we talked about it yesterday, but in the act, uh, the story is about Gypsy Rose uh, Blanchard, mm-hmm. and I mean, she went through a whole bunch of fucked up shit with her mom, but the end point is that she found a, uh, she got on Christian Mingle, found like some uh, some nigga he was on there, and he had like some he had like bipolarism and shit like that, mm-hmm. but he basically killed her mother for. Uh, her, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just for that validation for, you know, I love you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Wanted he bad. wanted that affection from her that he committed murder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like, anything, oh, I think we had a, I had a crazy theory. Any, every nigga's in jail because of a woman. <laughs> I'll say 98% of women. Or if they're homosexual, they're in jail for a mm-hmm. man. Like, or, they, or they're in jail. I'm telling you, but every crime that's probably committed is, for, is either for the opposite sex. You know that's we need to we need to do get some research. That nigga, why did you steal? Because I was broke and I wanted uh, to I wanted to come back home and my woman wouldn't let me come back home because I didn't have the money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it's 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 some crazy stuff out here. It's a crazy world. Mm -hmm. But just to bring it back to the other point, but like these the rappers are the worst. That's why I don't look up to most of them. You shouldn't. I really don't. I look up. I look up to other type of shit. I'm I mean, we're just gonna wrap it up, man. Because my mind's blown, and I need to smoke one or something, or get a drink or something, just to relax where my mind's going right now. Sick, bro. It's really sick. Um, if any of our listeners have great therapists, oh please, yeah, recommend recommend it because I need one, one. <laughs> a free one. You know, what or saying? they got payment plans. Let me know. Let us let Mother Talks know. Put it in the comments or send it to us at MotherTalksPod at gmail.com, man. My mind blown. I need to take a break, man. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, here it goes. Everybody out there, go run and tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for Keenan and Kel. To keep you laughing in the afternoon, so don't touch that dial on read the room. Cause they always in the summer front and you don't wanna miss it. It's double K like do the good greatness. Keenan and Kel, I should have said Kel and Keenan, and you gotta watch Keenan cause Keenan be scheming with a plan or a block to make it to the top, but they kinda in the middle cause they always hitting talk. This ain't the Hardy Boys or a Nancy Drew mystery. It's just Keenan and Kel in your vicinity like Sick Freedom Royal, Abbott and Costella, Magic and Kareem. And we're back. Uh, it's a tough conversation to have. I wish we had 
Daher he does for his uh therapeutic uh his 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 background and social work and everything because I'm pretty sure he's seen some wild shit. Yeah, I want to have this conversation back. again, man. When he comes back, we're gonna do it again. Um, but uh, while he's gone, I have another Florida man story. So <laughs> this episode this week is on. Uh, we dropped the episode. It will be today. Will be April thirtieth. So. I looked for it April 30th, and this came out April 30th, 2018, so last year. Title, Florida Man Kicking Swans in the Head to Practice Karate Arrested for Cruelty <laughs> to Animals. <laughs> it was practicing karate? Yeah, on the swans. So. <laughs> Florida Man Rocco Mantella was arrested near Orlando's Lake Eola. After he was spotted kicking two swans in the head while practicing karate early in the morning. Imagine making that phone call. There's a man down here kicking swans in the head. I think you should send the unit out. He won't stop kicking the swan. Like, did did the person watch him do it the first time? Had, like, like, I'm like, like, look at this crazy yeah. motherfucker down here kicking the birds. He's disturbed. Mm-hmm. Police responded to these reports and arrested Mantella. He has been charged with cruelty, cruelty to animals based on the incident. Oh, my God. Witnesses say the Jackson, 34-year-old Jacksonville Beach resident was observed. Oh, Jacksonville? Yeah. Oh. Was observed kicking two swans in the head so hard that they immediately fell to the ground and went and laughed like That's that. That's why. Another swan was kicked in the backside. The same witnesses said he also spotted Mantella putting a, punting, wow, punting a sleeping duck. That's fucked up. He's fucked up, bro. That's near as disturbed. Why are you kicking birds? <laughs> what the bird do to you? Wow. That's fucked up. <laughs> he was punting the bird. Why you punt the birds, huh? He's sick. He's sick. Wow. I'm mad. I'm mad too, bro. Listen. One time, I give you a pass. <laughs> yeah. You repeatedly kicking these birds in the head. And you did it long enough for the cops to come. And he arrest you. You gotta kick a bird and leave the scene. He stayed and kept kicking him. Like what 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 prompted you to do that? Like what what beef oh, did you? Oh my god. Why couldn't you have gone to a gym? <laughs> or a karate a karate dojo or something like that to he actually to get it out in the real world and kick some shit. No one asked for that. No one did. The birds didn't ask for it either. <laughs> they were just they're being swans. Just and like Swan's got the long necks too, yeah, right? So, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah, so, that was a good one. Um, to to change it up, man. You know, we all about spirituality over here and peace of mind and peace. Period. And you know, I'm just trying to bring some of that to my life and to all of y'all. So I share these little 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 factoids and these little little practices that I get, man. And um. Today, in the spiritual segment, like I said, keep it short, keep it sweet. Don't got all the answers, just got a lot of questions. But something that I found that um, I, th- I found that it was kind of missing in my life, and something that I kind of wish I had more of, you know, I had this type of thing, but I wish I had more of it, is a mentor. Mm. And um, I just put this in my notes to say, build a mentor. But basically, not but just take, if you don't have a specific person that is a mentor to you, somebody older that you can look up to that gives you game and gives you knowledge in this life, you got to build one yourself. You got to look at the people around you or look at the people that, that that's within your reach, somebody that you can reach out to and talk to 
and just take as much game as you can from everyone around you, man. Um, mentors are very important, man. And I didn't really understand that until like I got older, like till this past year when I really just reflecting on life and just like success and failure and, and just improving. It was like, damn son, if you don't have no one that you could talk to and like gain knowledge from and that could give you good sound advice, you are it's you you you're not gonna win. There's no way to win at this thing called life or this thing called, you know what I'm saying, your spirituality or your 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 mind state without someone with more knowledge than you. Someone that you could reach out to and talk to and that will sit down and talk to you and teach you a mentor, bro. So if you don't have that person now, I'm just saying it's never too late to find one. You know what I'm saying? Reach out to people around you, people older than you, people younger than you. Someone that you someone that you admire in, in good, positive ways and do that. And if and if you can't get it off from one person, get it from everyone around you and build yourself a, a good mentor, man. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, in my experience, I'm just speaking from my experience, that's all I can do, that those people one of the best assets in life, one of the best parts of life is just someone that you know is there for you and they genuinely, they don't want nothing from you, they just want to help you. So that's my spiritual segment today. Thank you, Terry. I like that builder mentor aspect. Just if, if it's not in one person, get in multiple people. And I think that's important for young black men in the community, like that don't have fathers, mm-hmm. whatnot. If you can't find like a coach or you know, a pastor or, you know, just your neighbor or something like that to look up to for mentorship. And talk to. Do you have a community of black men mm-hmm. around you that could be at your barbershop, that could be at the, the store, that could, you could look up to and see them and look at inspire to be like them. You mm-hmm. know, a man taking care of running his own business, you know, taking care of his family and whatnot. But it also comes to me, I also think that, like, these men need to reach out. Yeah, these, they do. These children that don't have fathers that you see on the street, that you see that are in, you know, at risk to be engaged yeah, to get in lost. trouble. Yeah, the kids that you see, can especially get in lost. the streets, man. Yeah, man. And in your community, in your neighborhood, like that's one thing I do like about my family. I've seen this, but I've seen it in the women, but I've seen it in men also. Like they take people in, man. Like people that aren't related to them, people that aren't my family, but like. Just kids are like, oh, that's like my, my, my little nephews or my nieces, they friends. Mm-hmm. Like, bring all your friends to the house. Bring bring yeah. everybody that's close to you. Let's sit and we're going to talk. We're going to hang out. Y'all, this is a safe place for y'all to come and chill. To I'm going to feed you. Because your house has always been you know that what I'm saying? I'm going to feed you. You know what I'm saying? You, you, y'all sit here, play video games, hang out, do what y'all do. I want y'all to do it here because this is a safe place. And just to interact, just having good-hearted people like that around you and good-hearted people... It just inspired me to want to do that too. Like, just to look out for people. Like, oh, little kids running around neighborhood. Yo, come here, man. What's your name? Mm-hmm. What you doing, man? You in school? What grade you in? You know what I'm saying? How you doing? You play sports? Okay. You know what I'm saying? What's your What's your favorite subject? Man? All right, that's what you like to do. Okay, man. Stick to that. I'm gonna see you around, bro. Take it easy. Stay out of trouble. That's mm-hmm. it. That That right there. You know what I'm saying? That's That's just, that could just be the first step into like just touching people's lives and and that's that's dope, man. Yeah, man. I. Yeah, I mean, this has been a, unintentionally, this has been a very deep episode of, you know, us really diving into the black man's psyche. Yeah, for sure. And egos and being mentors and all that good stuff. Um, and we, we give you more than just good jokes. Yeah, man, we got jokes. Man. Yeah, the jokes will never stop. Kicking swans in the head. That's wild. This <laughs> thing was Bruce Lee in the swamp. <laughs> yeah, no. 
It's been a lot to think about this week. Yeah, man. Uh, so I just like to thank you guys for listening to another another episode. Uh, you know, please comment, subscribe, like. You know, let us know what you think. Uh, send us questions to mazeltalkspod at gmail dot com. Yeah. Um, you can find me at the real SL. I'm saying to my right. I'm saying uh, underscore monster on Twitter, monster on Instagram. Especially out here doing his uh his photography. His photography. He's shit. actually out somewhere taking pictures of vistas right now. Probably. He was. He posted something on okay. his story. He was, he posted a picture of him taking a picture <laughs> with his camera. The inception. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that is inception. Yeah. <laughs> so so remember, man, on the path to player them the two rules. Stay true to yourself, stay true to the code. I'd like to say thank you again for listening to another episode of Mother Talks, man. We'll see you next week, man. Peace! So you have to do what I tell you. Not yet, I don't. And with an attitude like that, I'm afraid you're shaping up to be a pretty pathetic king indeed. Hmm. Not the way I see it. I'm gonna be a mighty king, so enemies beware. Well, I've never seen a king or beast with quite so little hair. I'm gonna be the main event, like no king was before. I'm brushing up, I'm looking down, I'm working on my God! Thus far, a rather uninspiring thing. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. You've run for a long way to go, young master, if you think. No one's saying do this. Now, when I said that, no I... one's saying be there. What I meant was. No one's saying stop that. No, what you don't no realize. No one's saying see. Definitely out.